if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few good reasons. First of all, it's free, so you really have nothing to lose. They have so many tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you can just be lying in your bed and record your podcast and they will also distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many, many more platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you know, there are many people who said to us like, oh, look at you two starting this business, being on vacation all the time, uh, being um, sitting in a cafe all the time, you're not working. But the truth is, we are working all the time, mm -hmm. but we have fun doing it. And this is what bothers a few people. Look to the left, look to the right Nothing can stop me in the night Like I'm leaving all the bad stuff And trying to remain strong I know it's good if I'm alone I got it, I got it Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of the podcast This week I talked to Sina and Lulu The founders of the swimwear brand August and November they have been friends for over 20 years and they decided that they wanted to do something together and start this brand. So they have embarked on this whole entrepreneurial journey together and they have faced so many challenges, but also had so much fun doing this together. Their brand is all about making women feel empowered and find joy and confidence when they are wearing swimwear. Their pieces are sustainable and they are so comfortable. And I love the fact that they are using quote unquote real women for their shoots and they don't retouch anything. And it's really just as real and raw as you can get when it comes to advertisement. And I really enjoyed talking to them. I really loved seeing the dynamic between them. So here are the lovely Lulu and Sina. Hi, girls. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thanks for having us. So are we. So you guys started a swimwear brand. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, the thing that I'm very interested in are two things. <laughs> It's that you are friends for over 20 years, which mm -hmm. is insane. That's insane. And you decided to start this brand together. Which, yep. I mean, um, I have always gotten the advice of people who said, never start a business with a family mm -hmm. member or a friend, mm -hmm. but you guys just <laughs> do the opposite. So can you explain to us um, how that process has been like? So how was it like to start a brand together? Um, and also maybe why swimwear? Sure. So um, obviously we've been friends for a really long time and 
I always really wanted to force Zena into, uh, you know, building some kind of brand, having some kind of business with me. Um, and it took a few years and we had loads of different ideas. And um, at some point we were both in Berlin and the time was right. And so we decided to go for it. People definitely warned us, like you said, uh, you know, they're like, are you sure? And, you know, going into business with your best friend could be tricky, but it was for us, it was, there wasn't really another option. The only person I would want to go into business with mm. is Zina. <laughs> oh um, so yeah. And I think it actually for us, um, it helps that we've known each other for so long that we have been best friends for so long because we just trust each other yeah. completely. And um, yeah, I can't really think of a better person uh, to start a business with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I also think that it's, very important and this is also what we did because everyone warned us and said okay friendship is one thing but when it comes to money it's That's easily, another yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's easily becoming different uh, difficult but then what we did is when we founded the company we had a lawyer and we set up this company and we set up a contract and we figured out every possible way how to deal with every possible thing that could happen mm. so we are very clear so just because we're friends we from the beginning on we said even though we're friends and we trust each other 100 we still need to put on paper how things are supposed to go when we get in a fight or someone wants to get out of the company so we have to have a very strict contract between us two how to deal with the situation that could come up so I think that this is very important, that even though that you're friends, you still should not rely on that, oh, we love each other so much. It's never going to be a problem because mm. there can always be a problem. Mm -hmm. So we decided that even though we trust each other, we still have to make this very strict contract where everything is very sorted out. Mm. Yeah, yeah I think very healthy as well, um, because if you have a contract and you both know what is at stake um, and you can maybe separate friendship and emotion mm -hmm. from business, because I think when those two things get combined, that's when it gets tricky. And then, you know, you end up fighting or, you know, yeah, definitely. I think uh, we're both very uh, realistic you know, like Zina said, we wanted to make sure everything is done correctly and we have a contract, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I think we both obviously cherish this friendship so much that uh, before anything would happen, you know, it's so important to us. We would never want to lose that. So, yeah, I think... Yeah. If you can have that kind of um, realistic approach and if you can communicate very, very openly with your yeah. friend you might want to start the business with, um, then, you know, yeah, it could also, be a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, because we know each other so well that we, I don't know anyone better than her and I know exactly what's going on with her. I don't even mm. need to look at her. I can tell by the way she texts me what's going on. Mm. 
So this is the person that I would never, probably, hopefully, <laughs> never have a problem with. <laughs> because I, I, she's the one I could talk to the easiest. So if there would be any, the slightest problem, problem approaching, she would be the only one I could directly speak to and say, listen up this and this and this and mm. because I trust her 100% that we figure everything out. That's yeah. And I also want to get into two things. Um, I, first, uh, I would like you guys to explain why you've chosen to create a brand that is not only swimwear. Um, so what is the thought around that and why? And, and then maybe the second question is um, how the process has been like, because I assume this is your first business adventure. Yep. On. Mm -hmm. so, um, for people who are also, uh, you know, are trying to start something alone or with, you know, someone, um, what is like the advice that you can give those people Uh, things that you may have learned from um, along the way, just like a couple of uh, like tricks or, you know, something that people can take away with them and, and apply it to their own business adventure. Mm -hmm. um, I think swimwear for us uh, was a choice because Uh, like I said before, I've been for years uh, <laughs> trying to plant the seed uh, in the event um, about having a business idea together. To start like a swimwear yeah. brand. Yeah, it was her idea. I was always in a pretty good job and I never felt ready. I always was like, I think I'm not ready yet. My job is too good. I was in PR for eight years. Uh, I worked with great clients and I somehow was not ready to take that risk yeah. to quit my well-paid safe job that I like for starting something very adventurous and something very also very tough because risky which is also mm, the, the reason why yeah. so many people are afraid to take that risk to start something yeah. by themselves because especially if you don't have uh, a lot of money backing you up um, if a business fails and you lose, you know, all, all of yeah. your money and energy that you put in it. Um, but I cut you off. You were, you were explaining why you started the brand. <laughs> yeah. So for me, um, unlike Zina, I didn't really find this career that I was happy in. Mm -hmm. And so I always had this dream, you know, um, I was always, always have been quite creative. So I've always wanted to do some, something with this creativity, but I couldn't quite, I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, so I don't know, we, years ago, we were saying, you know, we were going to make, I don't know, dog collars mm -hmm. or uh, macrame jewelry and things. We had so many ideas, but it was never really serious. And I got to a point where I was like, no, this is, I want to be my own boss. That's kind of something that I just always really wanted to, I don't know, achieve. And um, I just knew that I would need a partner who's more, Uh, maybe business savvy than I am, admittedly. <laughs> and, um, and of course, going into business and having, a, you know, this, this thing with your best friend is, you know, a, a wonderful idea. Um, I wasn't sure if it would ever happen, but I always kept, you know, planting the seed, like I said. And um, 
So at some point, Zina was finally kind of like, huh, maybe this isn't such a bad idea. Because I was unhappy. I was becoming unhappy in my job. Yeah. And we were staying at Tulum on vacation. And she was constantly talking about this idea about starting a brand together. And we were lying on this beautiful beach. I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah. Let's Why do not? It. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, now I need to really, you know, uh, show her and get some ideas going. And so swimwear is something or bikinis is something that I weirdly have always had this love for. Um, I don't know. It's just always interested me. And I guess we both enjoy traveling and, you know, obviously lovely beaches as well. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> and at some point, you know, we were looking around and we saw all these people on the beach, you know, everyone's having a wonderful time. They're on holiday, they're relaxed, um, and they're making beautiful memories. And well, everyone is wearing swimwear, right? So we were like, if we did that, it would be such a fun thing to um, design, but it would also be, you know, swimwear is usually connected to happiness, right? You don't buy swimwear. I mean, maybe it upsets you because the lighting in the dressing room when you buy it is terrible and that might upset you but other than that usually you know people who wear bikinis women who you know are on the beach are usually happy yeah on holiday and in a good mood and beautiful things are connected to it and so we said okay let's let's try that let's look into it and that's kind of how I think we yeah yeah and from a more business point of view uh, we hope that we have a good approach on how swimwear also should not only look but feel and makes mm -hmm. you feel and also how it how it fits your body and the different body types we thought we 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 hope that we could be pretty good in designing swimwear because we also have issues with finding good swimwear and we saw so many possibilities in that um, seasonal product that we decided to go for it yeah, Great. So you guys did not have any background in business or design or anything like that? Well, Lulu studied graphic design and I studied fashion and design management. Okay. And I've been in marketing for a few years. So we have some design and yeah, business so you have background. have some knowledge and yeah. mm -hmm. okay, cool. And I, I also see that you guys really do fill each other up. Uh, I feel like one of you is like more like the business side of person and the other person is more like creative and, and mm. design based. Um, do you think that that is important if people decide to start something together that you have to um, pick someone who is better in something than you are? For instance, if, if you're not so good at finance that you have to, you know, choose someone who is, who is good at it, or do you think that's not important um, when you're starting something? I think, yeah, you go. <laughs> I think it's uh, definitely easier if you mm -hmm. find someone who is doing better at stuff where you're not good at, but I don't think that it's necessary. I think you can, uh, you can still do, because you learn, in the beginning, we were so afraid when we founded the company and we had all the legal and tech stuff in mm. front of us. We were like, we can't, how is this? 
giant mountain. How can we ever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it just it. it it develops, and so I think uh, you can learn anything. And it's such a tacky thing to say, but if we can do it, everyone can mm. do it because we're bad with numbers. We're bad with tax, uh, and it was such a big thing that we thought we might could not climb mm. but we did and in the and now in hindsight it's like yeah it was not that difficult <laughs> so if if we can do it literally everyone can do it you just have to be super brave mm -hmm. and don't let yourself which is the hardest part to be brave yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think as well uh, like zina said i think it's definitely helpful and there's certainly things that um you know we have strengths and weaknesses and um Zina's worked in an environment like an office environment for a really long time and uh, this is something that now we have this office I guess together um there's a lot of stuff that I'm learning from her and I think we both uh, want to learn constantly about the things the other person is doing maybe better or, you know, just has more experience in. And just because I'm, you know, I've studied a, a more creative degree maybe, um, but that doesn't mean that Zena isn't uh, creative or can't be creative. So I think the most important thing is that you can uh, work really well together and that you can, share sort of what maybe your strength is with your um, business partner and that you're willing to learn things like I will never be uh, you know great with numbers and uh, I don't know spreadsheets um, <laughs> but I'm you know I'm willing to learn and I'm, I'm trying to pull my weight and Dina is um, you know putting in uh new ideas and stuff when it comes to our cuts etc so i think the most important thing is that you can communicate and that you can both uh learn from each other and yeah and, and i think it's also important that you can trust the other one so for example when it comes to the whole how we work with body positivity and how we worked on not retouching so much. If I would have decided on my own, I have to be honest, I would have done the campaign much more retouched and much more staged and everything. But Luti said, we should do it that way because this is exactly what's going on right now in society. And what's missing too. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I trust her on that. So I think it's also about... Um, trusting the other one who's better at stuff to make the right decisions and go with mm. it. Even though normally we do have the same outlook on things. So when we work with people um, together, mm -hmm. for example, our graphic designers, mm. we sometimes we had the issue that they made something and we looked at each other and we had exactly the same changes to make yeah because we think very equal and we are very lucky that we i think we could say that 99 we have the same outlook on things so i know sometimes i 
when we talk to our um, production in Portugal and they ask us for stuff and she's not available at that moment, I make decisions because I know she's going to be fine with it because mm. she has the same view on things like I do, design-wise, communication-wise. Yeah. And we are very lucky. I think it's not easy to find someone that you are so close to and that you have such a same outlook on stuff. But yeah, we we are lucky, we have to say. Mm. It's amazing to hear. Yeah, that's <laughs> so cool. But also you guys um, are maybe not so lucky if you look at it this way. You started your first business and then you had to launch during this COVID crisis. Yep. You're launching <laughs> swimwear and mm -hmm. there was a travel ban. Like how do, yep. you, how do you handle something like that? Uh, well... <laughs> You know, I think, first of all, uh, a good thing to know is if you're looking to start your own business, and this is something that we didn't really realize, but we have learned, is that there will be so many obstacles. There will always be things that go wrong, right? And be even before um, the COVID-19 Uh, outbreak there were so many things where we're like oh no this is the end and then you know somehow you overcome it yeah. so then we had gotten so far after all of this and we were ready and super happy with our product and you know our campaign shoot was done we were ready to go in March and then of course <laughs> well we all in know what heart. happened oh my god mm -hmm. that was That must be like a slap in your face after yeah. so much hard work. But how did you handle that when the, when COVID was like a worldwide issue, right? When it yeah. was called a pandemic, which was in March. How did yeah. you handle that? Well, we, um, I think at first, like everyone in the world, probably we were in complete shock. I think for about... I don't know, two or three weeks, we didn't even talk about the business. We were, you know, quarantining, we're all in lockdown. We uh, were kind of alone in our flats, just like texting. And we didn't even really, there was so much going on and so much uncertainty and worry that I don't think we even really, you know, addressed it. We didn't, we never had, um, like a set date it wasn't like oh on the 13th of blah blah we um you know we go live so um it was just we kind of aimed at the at the end of march and so for a while i think we were just kind of in shock and then we started talking and then you know we were obviously looking at how things were developing all over the world and then we decided you know what we have come this far We have the product, we have everything ready. Let's, you know, go live, introduce our product to the world um, and let's just see what happens and hopefully things will fall into place. And of course we were worried. very yeah, worried and also very late because the reason we wanted to obviously start in... Uh, late March is so that we would have the spring and the summer and yeah and so in the end we started in July we went live and yeah. when you start a brand there mm -hmm. are obstacles and this was a very big obstacle but we said okay we're not gonna ditch this whole project because we're afraid it's not gonna work mm -hmm. let's just change perspective 
Um, so we decided to see it like as a soft launch where we see how everything, how the people like the colors and the cuts and everything. So we tried to make a positive thing out of it and mm. not to be like, oh, damn it. We, we don't sell anything. But we decided just, we need to try it. Even uh, especially because uh, we, when you book the models, you have, you, you also buy the, the rights to mm -hmm. use the pictures with the models on and we just booked it for, for a, a period of time so if we would have waited much longer we could not have used the pictures anymore because mm. our, our the, the rides were done so we decided just to do it we did not want to do it before july because we decided it would be maybe somehow tone deaf mm -hmm. like the whole world is in a crisis and we're like hey we have some beautiful swimwear yeah. <laughs> um and also because we thought that's a travel ban people don't know if they can keep their job they might not want to spend that money and because we work only with sustainable materials and we uh, produce in Europe our prices are not super low so it's, a, it's an exclusive product so we were worried but we tried to look at the positive side and then we launched and surprise it went so super well and oh we're so God, happy that so we did amazing. it wow yeah but you see like sometimes um when something bad happens and you push through then mm -hmm. the outcome can be amazing. So you really have to be brave, as you, as you said. Um, and also people want to travel. People want to enjoy themselves and be at the beach. Mm -hmm. I think even though people are buying those pieces, not for now, they can keep it, you know, for when they can travel. So I think however mm -hmm. you look at it, you are making people happy <laughs> with swimwear. <laughs> It's yeah. something that they can look forward to and, and enjoy. And also... Something that I haven't asked, um, why the name August and November? I've been thinking about that name yesterday and I was like, <laughs> why? And I was trying to guess before, before I asked the question. Um, and two options came to, to me. Um, it's either your birthdays or maybe it's like a seasonal thing. I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, I was born in August. She was born in November. And we were thinking, <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> we were thinking, this is all the things that you might not even consider when starting a business. That there's so many things you have to think about. The brand's name. Mm -hmm. We were think for months. We were thinking about a brand name, and it was so tough because you have all the possibilities in the world. You can use every word. You can use everything mm -hmm. combinations. It was our heads were like. There was smoke coming out of yeah. our brains. So much is taken as well, though, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, at some point someone said, why don't you call it uh, Lulu and Zina, which we never liked. And also, uh, there's a lot of brands starting with Lulu. It's a very uh, a popular name. <laughs> name for brands for some reason. Um, and so we literally what we did is we sat down with a very large piece of paper and we wrote down words that we liked that we that sounded good that um, had something to do with yeah swimming and but also completely random just we yeah we just wrote down everything that came to mind um, and we had a few different things but we did want because because it is our brand and we never wanted it to be like an anonymous uh, operation where you don't know, you know, this is our brand. We've been best friends for a long time. 
um, this is very special to us. So we wanted um, the name to kind of reflect mm -hmm. us, to reflect our friendship, to reflect, to say something about us that was private, that wasn't necessarily, you know, Lulu and Zina, um, but that still had something to do with us. And so this is where August, November uh, was born. And we also liked the name because August and November are in, in Europe not especially summery month. Uh, so we thought this is nice that if people hear the name, they don't automatically think about swimwear. So in case we want to branch out sometime, uh, we are not, because the first thing I think we talked about was like Beach Baby. But then we figured Beach Baby, we can never do anything else. And it's a little bit tacky and it's mm. we should use a name, which is not that communicating what we're selling mm. so we once thought about a birth month and then we and then everyone said no it's too long if you have to yeah. type it august and november it's too long <laughs> and we were like oh no what we're gonna do but then we just decided and this is what we always do yeah. we ask people but then we still do what we want not what the people tell us <laughs> i think that it, like august and november is really such an original name so i really have to give that to you that's But also you talked about maybe expanding. What items would you um, design? Well, yeah. funny you should ask. <laughs> um, well, when we were coming up with, you know, the whole business, really, we were thinking, you know, eventually it would be interesting to maybe go into um, activewear, you know, that kind of thing as well, sustainable, of course. And... Um, because of us starting so late and behind schedule and because of the situation we're all in um, with winter coming, you know, in Europe anyway, um, we were thinking, let's, you know, change direction. Like we said before, obstacles always appear. So just, you know, change direction, have a plan, plan B. And so we came up with a collection of loungewear, which we are currently working on, which is being produced. Um, and so that's something that is happening right now. Um, and I mean, there's still loads of ideas that we have for the future as well. But yeah, so for now, it's loungewear, things we can all uh, enjoy in this <laughs> weird, um, yeah, weird time and Uh, during the winter months when it's colder and when we're probably going to be spending a lot of time at home, um, just something that makes you feel cozy and comfortable. And yeah, and that's what we are currently working on. Yeah. That's amazing. When we started the brand, we, from the beginning, we realized that since it's a seasonal season, seasons product, seasonal product, seasonal yeah. product um, that we would need other segments to not disappear during winter time. Mm. And of course we were thinking about like changing locations. So we were thinking like, oh, it's fantastic in European summer, we're in Europe. And uh, then we just uh, switch our communications to um, Australia and we sell um, during the winter month in Australia. But it's not that easy for a European brand to enter the uh, Australian market. And we don't have the budget to to work with like agencies or stuff. So we figured that we would need to expand somehow. And um, this is 
when we were talking about doing the best out of situations that occur. So we were thinking, okay, we're just coming, um, clients uh, mainly from Europe still, what are we going to do? And then we had some ideas. We pitched each other and then we <laughs> slept in a, a few nights over it. And then we decided on the same thing. And this is the most exciting part when creating something and asking your friends and families. But then mm. again, doing what we like and not what other people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> say that we like. And um, so this is super exciting. And um, we have many ideas. And um, it's, it's a strategic thing to always decide what do we want to become? Because I think it's important that you, the CI that we build over the last weeks uh, is pretty strong, I think. So it's always important to follow that CI, but at the same time adapt to new trends and styles. And uh, the same with... Um, producing or, or thinking of new segments we could um, get into. We have so many ideas, but we always want to stay, as Lulu said, uh, uh, owner-owned, a founder-owned company. We are two best friends. We're goofy. We make fun all the time. We're laughing. We're singing. <laughs> we could never share an office because we're way yep. too loud. Co-working space <laughs> is not something that we could <laughs> get involved in. And we want to um, keep, stay like that. And mm. it's important to us, even uh, when we do our social media, it's important to us to have a very professional campaign, to have very professional product, mm -hmm. but uh, that people see we're not some Asian billionaire who uh, puts some millions or some money into a company and pretends to be super authentic. But uh, we really want to know everyone is we are in contact with our clients personally yeah. all day via instagram via email it's always lulu and zina mm -hmm. and i think this is a very good selling point because people want to know what's behind the brand and because we don't have to lie everything we tell is the complete truth yeah and i think this is what makes us approachable and um i think we are we're nice people and and we don't try to rip off people. We don't try mm. to sell lies. We just are ourselves and we love each other and we want the best for this brand. And I think yeah. people see that and that makes us, so, makes us so happy. We get feedback from clients. I mean, I don't know how often you bought something that you liked and send an email, but we receive emails all the time from people we don't know, women who bought our things and texted us and said, we want to say you do so great products. I love myself and the bikini and I recommended you to all of my girlfriends mm. and keep up the good work. And this is so, I, I can't describe That is the best advertising that you can get. People who yeah. love what they, what they get from you and they tell other people that's the best, mm -hmm. like the best ad is the walking human, you know? Talking yeah, especially because for us, uh, especially for me, I think I'm the more anxious um, partner in this relationship. And I was just so worried all the time that, you know, it won't fit. The people will not like the, I don't know, the cut or whatever. And just getting the feedback that women feel um, like they're being represented by our, you know, advertising and stuff like that. And that the 
the cuts make them feel good and that they are not tiny and small and whatever, but that everyone can, well, not everyone, let's, let's be honest, um, but we, we aim to make products that fit a, a large range of, of women. Um, yeah, and then when you get these, this feedback, it's, it's, uh, it's a huge relief as well to, you know, put this um, product that you've worked so hard for um, out there and then yeah. people love it. And that is yeah, because you work incredible. When you design the first collection and you do everything, you search for the brand name, you search for models, you do these designs, you pick the colors, you never get any feedback. So you work, we worked for over a year mm. on that collection and on that brand without knowing mm -hmm. how it will be received, without getting any positive feedback. So we got the prototypes, we put them on, we changed them. We flew to Portugal to our producer, we changed them again, we discussed. They said, oh no, your sizes are way too big. We said, no, we insisted, mm. no, keep them that big. We want them that big. Um, and you, you work for a year without any feedback and then you go live, mm -hmm. people buy it, influencer like it, they support you and reward. you get, yeah, and you get, you get positive feedback. And this is, this is it's such a great feeling to mm -hmm. realize that what we worked for, for over a year without knowing how it's, we, we did what we thought would be the right thing, but. We did not know if it you never yeah. you never know yeah, yeah. Would, people would like it but i am so happy that it's doing well regardless covid or not covid i mean i've seen your pieces and i love them um i think mm. if i'm going on a vacation which is not at the moment <laughs> i will definitely be buying a like a piece or two um because i love the fact that you guys are sustainable you're very honest you're very transparent you sell quality products um mm. and also my favorite thing about you is that you design pieces for all shapes and sizes which mm. a lot of brands um they mostly you know design uh for like the normal size person to like very skinny but like people who are a bit larger it's really hard for them to to find pieces that fit them, but more so yeah. they can feel good. Because I mean, wearing a swimsuit in itself is very, you know, for most people uncomfortable because they don't feel mm -hmm. so good in their body. Um, so to have that piece that you invest in, but that you love and that, you know, suits you and everything, it's it means something. So um, I love the idea. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that I that I got to talk to you. Um, and I love the fact that you guys are an example for two longtime friends starting something and it works out because I really, I hear so many like bad stories mm. um, and yeah, it's always very scary, you know, to start something with, with a friend or with a sibling. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's great that, that you are like the example of that. It does work. <laughs> it's not always. Yeah, a we, hope, we hope. We hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it will work forever. In the beginning of our thirties, and you never know what's gonna happen to you in life. But we have everything sorted out in our contract, so there's mm -hmm. never, never gonna be fights about money or responsibilities. And we love each other so much that we would always support each other. Yeah, and I think um, 
I think it's scary to to start your own company, and I think for us, it's great to have a partner that you can share your worries mm. or your thoughts with, and we always build each other up, and I think this is important. But beside that friendshipy thing, it's also important that you have a strategy, that mm -hmm. you have your goals, and we cannot forget that. Even though it's a fantastic friendshipy thing, but you have to consider that it's still a business and mm. we have to earn money with it and we have to be very strict on certain things and we have to look forward and work very hard mm -hmm. and this is something that you cannot forget uh starting your own business that it's hard work and yeah. it's like and you sorry to interrupt but no. you you might have to you know call each other out on things and um stuff like that like it's still a lot of work especially when it's just you know, the, the, the two of you or like the two of us, um, we do everything, you know, yeah. like we, it's all ours. And so you never, it's never like, oh, well, it's the weekend now. It's Friday, 1 p.m. Let's just have a nice, uh, I don't know, <laughs> relaxed afternoon. You're constantly uh, on call, if you will. Like you're, you're you know, we, we love this so much. We are uh we are very involved so if something you know an email from a customer comes through on sunday in the afternoon we will be talking about it we will be handling the situation and i think this is something um to remember like it is it is literally a full-time thing and yeah and so while you know if one of us is uh either away or you know life happens and something is preoccupying one of us um we always communicate and yeah i mean it is it is definitely uh especially i guess in the first year or two it is a complete full-time job it's all our responsibility it is scary but it's also so worth it i also want to get a bit into that um Because a lot of people have this idea um, that being an entrepreneur and starting your own brand, your own business is all glamorous and you work for yourself. And, you know, there is like this fairy tale that is binded with, with starting something and being your own boss that I think is mm -hmm. so misleading. Um, so what do you say to, to those people who still have this very like... Um, like a wrong idea about about entrepreneurship like what are the non-sexy parts of being an entrepreneur <laughs> if you could like sum them up yeah, um, many. <laughs> yeah i think if you start with your own like budget and you have to work around that and you cannot afford having things done by agencies or by fulfillment centers and do literally everything on your own. You should have seen me, Lulu, on a two-day vacation and us having an influencer posting our stuff, me being alone in the office and having like 65 orders mm. to handpack in one day, having my mother coming from the countryside helping me because I could not do it on my own, sweating, dripping all over in the middle of summer <laughs> in our oh. tiny office <laughs> I mean that is not very glamorous yeah but and also I mean I, I obviously wasn't there I didn't have to do the work but it was killing me because it was a huge thing that happened to our 
baby, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't there. So it, it was, oh, it was terrible. I, I wish I could have literally gone, gone home and been like, okay, I, I need to go home <laughs> right now. So, um, the pressure you, is on. yeah, you, and you never, you can never rest because <laughs> even if, if you're, you know, I was away, uh, yeah. I couldn't relax because yeah. I felt so guilty that I wasn't there to help. <laughs> and, but also I, you know, I felt like I was missing out at the same time. So that kind of thing, or if you can it, never relax, I think this is the worst. So if yeah. you have a job where you go and even if it's busy on the weekends, you can turn your phone off and you mm-hmm. say, you know what, I'm going to handle this on Monday. But mm-hmm. when it's your own, you don't do it. Yeah, you are always we are, and you know there are many people who said to us like, "Oh, look at you two starting this business, being on vacation mm. all the time, uh, being um, sitting in a cafe all the time. You're not working." But the truth is, we are working all the time, mm-hmm. but we have fun doing it, mm-hmm. and this is what bothers a few people because. This is also, I think, maybe a generation thing because sometimes when I work from home from my parents, my grandmother comes in and she said, help me in the garden. And I'm on my phone and I say, I can't, I'm working. And then she's like, oh, I see how much you're working. She does not understand that I'm working on my, on my phone, yeah. on, my, on the Instagram. So I think it's misleading to many people. Um, it looks very easy from the outside. But I think this is how we handle it because we love spending time together. We love doing stuff together. So we also work, we work all the time. We work when we wake up in the morning, we text each other. Good morning. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. Uh, So people mistake of fun times that we have together, but it's constant work. Yeah. But we love it. So it it looks to people like it's, it's only, Mm -hmm. you know, smiling or, um, they only see a small part of it. They don't really have the idea what really goes on behind the scenes. And also it seems like if you're having fun when you're working, they perceive it as not working. But if you mm-hmm. complain about your work, um, that's an issue as well. So it's like you can't win with people. So I guess yeah. you yeah. have fun doing what you're doing and you're being successful and you love what you're doing, you're winning. Like there is no... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter matter what, what you know other people think. I feel like if yeah, that's the key to you know being. Yeah, that's true. And I think we surprised many people when we got online and they saw what we did. And people came to us and said, "Oh, what you did, it's really professional." Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Well, it is. Well, what did you think we were doing all this time? <laughs> like people do or people did anyway. Um, I think underestimate us because. They know, oh, Lulu and Zina, you know. Always on vacation, always laughing. Funny, because especially on social media, you you show, you know, we all know this, you show the fun times or whatever, um, and you get like a tiny snippet of someone's day, but people don't see when we're, you know, just we don't know where to go and what to do, and we don't maybe share that so much. but yeah so people may judge from the outside but we, I think we both know uh, <laughs> that we do work hard and we uh, have put so much into this and um, I yeah. also think it's about how you look at it so we could also communicate 
our work as like, oh my God, super busy. Mm. Awake since, uh, working since seven o'clock in, mm. in bed. And oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I, I worked all weekend. But when you do, when you do love what you do, it does not feel like work. So you enjoy it. Mm. So even when we are, I don't know, counting our inventory, it's mm -hmm. not the most glamorous work to do <laughs> it's so fun because we're together and we're just singing some Whitney Houston songs and <laughs> laughing and playing with the dog yeah. during that and so mm. it's always what you make out of it so if you're like oh my god so much work uh yeah not everything has to be glamorous all the time or fun mm. there is like every single job on this earth has like the good parts and the bad parts and i think that if you think that you're going to do a job that is only fun and positive and without mm. any problems or like downsides you're like you're really it's an illusion you know like every single yeah. day you has like a bad side to it so no i feel like you you guys are like I really feel that you have so much fun doing it. And also it's so appealing for customers knowing that you guys have so much fun doing this and you're, mm. um, you're doing this for a good reason. Like it makes people want to buy your stuff and, you know, instead of going to an H and M, <laughs> you know, and buy like you yeah. know, cheap pieces, um, you want to invest in something that is meaningful and products that have meaning and that, you know, um, the people behind that product have put a lot of thought into it and a lot of, and it's, it's also fair um, because, you know, we all know about like sweatshops. Um, mm -hmm. We all buy clothing from, you know, big companies that are not so ethical. A lot, a lot more people are um, choosing to buy more ethical pieces and sustainable pieces because, they know what goes on behind the scenes and it's not fair. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to wear something guilt-free, you have to go to like small businesses who do the work and who don't believe yeah. mass production, you know, and, and mm -hmm. also all of that. So that's nice. And I mean, I think we do see that, uh, this is also something that I guess is something we've learned now from, from being online. Um, you do see, the way that people shop, uh, obviously we are hoping or we're trying to make a difference and we're trying to uh, give a lot of information about our sizing and we share, we have like obviously different uh, body types and sizes so that people can make a really good decision on what size to buy. But we do see it sometimes um, that women will buy an absolutely crazy amount of swimwear um, And it's this culture where you just buy a load of stuff, different sizes, different uh, uh, colors or whatever, and then you send everything back. And this is something that we're hoping eventually um, to kind of like spread the message a little bit that it's, it's people need to become more conscious. And, you know, I, we are the same. We need to become more conscious when we shop online um what we buy what we actually need do i need to buy every single size or could i maybe just look at the size charge and uh, yeah. chart sorry and make a better um decision because you know it is it is with us being the the you know everything in this company uh we we pack these orders and we already know 
all of this is coming back apart from maybe two pieces mm. um and it, it 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 hurts us almost knowing that all of that is 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 coming back or you know it's it's this kind of culture that i think we've we've learned through the, the big um mm-hmm. like fast fashion um companies where you just buy to try on and maybe take a few photos even yeah. or something and then you send it back yeah. and so this is something we're dealing with which is also not very glamorous <laughs> but even um, though that happens uh um, the turning quote uh, super good so for an e-commerce mm. and then bikini yeah which is a very difficult product to buy online and you try it on and then you realize mm. oh, i don't look like the model in the campaign shoot mm. damn it uh, we have a very good return quote um, but still, um, because sustainability is a big thing for us, and this was also an issue because we did not want to greenwash. Uh, so we try to be really honest. We, we strive to get better. We do everything our power to do our product as well as the packaging as sustainable as possible. And that includes also trying to do the sending processes to keep them as minimum as possible. Mm. That's why we produce in Europe. This is why we send with uh, this DHL green. Um, so we, it's not about the money. It's not about having returns. So we, we don't, we don't sell that much. It's about having this whole transportation ways back and forth that we would like to minimize. And we know you cannot do everything perfectly. And we know that, but we really strive on getting better and better um, as we can. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all that you can do. So, yeah. No. We're Uh, trying to make it easy for people, I guess, uh, by, you know, sharing the sizing and showing it on different body types um, and stuff like that. Um, We're trying to make it easy for everyone to shop a little bit more consciously to you know, buy something that doesn't harm the environment as much, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that is <laughs> the mission. That's amazing. Um, so we've come to the end. I have a couple of more questions that I mm-hmm. do at the end of every single episode. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to one of the conversations, but if you haven't, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> It's called the roundup questions, um, and it's more like on a personal level. So, mm-hmm. um, so if you could go back in time to when you were a teenager or, you know, when you were 12, 13, 14, what would you say to her, to your younger self? This is tough. Shall I start? I think I would say, trust yourself. I think that's, that's my thing. Trust yourself. Be brave. You could do it. <laughs> yeah. For me, it would be love yourself. Trust your inner voice. Mm. Don't let people tell you what to do or what not to do because I'm coming from a very, from a very anxious family where, where risk-taking is not very appreciated. Mm. Mm, and I always made my way and I'm really uh, happy about it and uh, that we both found the strength to to do something that many people told us not to do 
and to see how it grows and how it works is very satisfying. So, mm. so what do you <laughs> like or love the most about yourself? This is such a good question. Damn, we're not prepared. Oh, I can start. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my lash is long hair I'm joking <laughs> so it's only because we always criticize ourselves and 100% we really have to think of what do I like or love the most yeah. about myself even though people don't notice it you know yourself I think better than anyone else does so it's sometimes good to kind of point these good things about yourself out <laughs> definitely yeah. So I, I can start anytime. <laughs> yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead. I think I've got to you go first. So what I like about myself is that I'm uh, very pragmatic. I think I can push feelings aside pretty well and have a very pragmatic view on things. And uh, I don't worry. I, I'm not very, um, I'm focused on, on the goal. Not a, I'm not focused on problems. And I think I'm very empathic. And I appreciate that even though many people in my life may have underestimated myself, I always made it through. And I, mm. when I remember all the people we went to school with, uh, if I would meet them right now, I, I can be nothing I can be nothing but proud on myself on what we achieved. And I think that nobody would have thought that we could mm. do the things that we did in our life so, so far. So I think this is something we can both be very proud of. Yeah. I think for me, it's, um, uh, I am very uh, problem focused. <laughs> I am uh, quite an anxious person. Um, always have been. I am, uh, you know, jokingly, I always call myself like a nervous Nelly, uh, scaredy cat. But I think what I do like about myself or something I'm proud of is that I do push through. I uh, I might be scared and I might not want to be in a situation and I uh, absolutely hate it. But then I think I'm more brave than I actually have given myself uh, credit for in the past. And it is really nice to, yeah, with this actually uh, having something to be really proud of and kind of reflecting on the past as well and seeing like, yeah, actually I am quite brave. I'm not such a scaredy cat as I always think. I think, yeah. That's very true. Thanks. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you too. <laughs> That's so Good funny. question. <laughs> but like as young entrepreneurs, um, do you have like a morning routine or evening routine that you stick to um, when you're working on, on your brand? Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> we have <laughs> Wake up and drink coffee. It's <laughs> my routine. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> no, we, when we wake up, we text each other good morning. So, and if there had been anything going on during the night, uh, we discussed that briefly. Mm -hmm. Then both of us having coffee. I'm listening to the news, my podcast news. Yeah. And then we meet and then we spend the whole day together working. Yeah. And for me, uh, it's writing lists. It's really important uh, for me to write things down. Um, and if I know I have to 
make sure I get certain things done during the day, especially if it's also, you know, like private stuff. Uh, I don't know. I have to buy a new washing machine or something. I have to write every single thing down. Um, and that really helps me. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I do in the mornings as well. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. It was such a pleasure talking to you and hearing how motivated you are and how you are so inspirational to so many young people out there who want to change their lives and want to start a business. And doing this during a crisis is like, you know, it doesn't have happen very often, obviously, mm -hmm. in, a, in a pandemic. So um, thank you guys so much. And also, Maybe can you say to people where they can find your brand and you personally, maybe on social media or somewhere else? Yeah, please go ahead. <laughs> It's, uh, uh, you say it. Uh, well, on Instagram is probably uh, the, the best uh, place to catch us. Um, it's If you just Google, uh, if you just put in on Instagram, August, November, uh, swim, you will probably find us there. Um, we obviously also have an online shop, which is august-november.com. Uh, and yeah, and there we are. <laughs> Come and find us. You can also find us on LinkedIn. Go and reach you can find out. Us on Facebook. You can find us nearly everywhere. If you just Facebook, look, yeah. Closely because our Instagram handle, it's a bit tough because this was one of the issues. The name August November was already taken. And so we had to find a name. So we decided to go for August November, but without the, how do you say yeah, it? So it's A-G-S-T-N-V-M-B-R. <laughs> Which tough. is confusing, <laughs> but if you put it in the search bar, you'll find us. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much. Um, Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Look to the left, look to the right. Nothing can stop me in the night like I am leaving all the bad stuff. And trying to remain strong.